Hey, what's up? How you guys doing? Before we get started, I just wanted to tell you guys a little bit about Anchor, seeing that it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain. First off, it's free. There's tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on platforms like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast basically in one place. So with that being said, let's get started. You are now tuned in to The Gifted Gap. My shit never misplaced because I'm always in my bag and you know where I'm at because it's The Gifted Gap. So make sure you tap in. I'm out. BLM march. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a very powerful moment in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was hella powerful. For real, it was amazing to see the whole city come together like that. We had like twenty uh, around twenty thousand people show up, you know, to to the legislation grounds and stuff. That's you know, you know it's it, it a powerful moment. You think like since then, um, and you got get closer to the mic, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. do you think since then there's been progress made here in the city? I definitely think so because a lot of awareness, like in the sense of race and like racism, there's a lot of progress there. Mm-hmm. But then we take two steps back when there's n- like uh, those rallies that just happened. I don't know if you saw the other day where there was like those like white supremacists gathering like in the north of Edmonton. Yep, I seen that. So I feel like when we see things like that, like it's almost like a discouraging thing, but but when you realize it's like, oh, like maybe there was like 50 people there, but mm-hmm. like in the grand scheme of things, like, that that is no longer tolerated because even Don Iverson, like our mayor, like spoke about it on his social media. He's like, yeah, that's not acceptable, and stuff like that. So I feel like this BLM movement, it, it's a lifelong thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been going on since before our time, and it's gonna go on after our time. Absolutely. You know, a lot of the things that we're trying to have implemented are not really for us. Mm-hmm. It's for you know who comes after us. Exactly. I was looking at something interesting. That Alberta has the most hate crimes, like racial, motiv- racially motivated hate crimes, out of all the provinces in Canada. Really? Yeah. And as uh, numbers have dropped everywhere else, but Alberta's has risen. Really? Yeah. So it's it's a it's a weird climate out here, man. It's, That's it's, insane. It's really weird. You know, I think uh, you know, the city's done what they can and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean. This, like you said, it's a lifelong movement. It's, it is, it is, it is, and that's a f- that's a fact. Like um, when you say like they've done enough, like I feel like nah, like they scraping the surface, you mm-hmm. know? Because it's like there's so much within like the indigenous struggles mm-hmm. that people don't even realize that is going on, you know? Or they're they're so accustomed to just you know labeling them as like you know certain slurs and stuff. And it's like when I moved here, because remember um, you had told me that you're from Ontario and mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, that's where I grew up as well. And I had never seen an indigenous person until I moved to Edmonton, Alberta, you mm-hmm. know, all these years later. And the slurs I would hear, I'm like, like, like wh- why? You know what I mean? And I never really understood until, like, I, I grew and I matured and I researched and, and looked into it. These people have been stripped of so much, you know, like uh, genocide of their cultures. The, there's so so many things, like, stacked up against them where, Absolutely. you know, like, they don't have, they don't have much going on but like so when people call them these slurs like they don't even realize that these people have gone through so much 
It's facts. You know what I mean? It's facts. It's it's. So that was that was one of the first things I noticed when I moved to Edmonton. You know, is mm-hmm. like there's there's definitely a lot of discrimination going towards those individuals, and there's not as much reinforcements, resources going into those communities and uplifting them. You know what I mean? It's tough, man. And coming from Ontario, you know, we see, um, like, it's a more socialist atmosphere mm-hmm. out there, right, when it comes to, like, the political climate and stuff like that. And, like, you know, the conservative government here, mm-hmm. that doorbell, man, damn. Um, the conservative yeah. government here compared mm-hmm. to, you know, Ontario yeah. is completely different. Absolutely. You know, it's it's really different. And same thing. You know, I didn't I didn't see any indigenous people till I moved out here. Mm-hmm. You know, so to really and like another thing we were talking about is you know, you don't really, you don't really learn mm-hmm. much about those struggles and stuff exactly. like that. You know? So it is it's interesting to see the way it's 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 carried in society. It is. It how is. it's represented, another mm-hmm. thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um but I don't know, man, we just it's up to us to kind of keep the conversation alive. Exactly, exactly. And and one thing I realized too, like becoming an activist, you know what I mean? That wasn't, I never really thought that was in the cards for me, right? Mm. And then um, I realized it's like, no, I have a voice. I have a platform, you know? First thing people see when they see me is like, oh, that's a, bl- that's a black man, you know what I mean? That's so so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to face discrimination for as long as I live. That's like something I have to understand, but... The, the the thing that I, I do not want to ever experience is sitting down with my children and talking to them, saying how, like, oh, because you look like this, because you're a black kid, people are not going to treat you the same. They're not going to respect you the same. You're not going to have as many opportunities. That's where it, it doesn't sit well with me, because it's like we, like, we come into this world and we accept it for what it is. Yeah, exactly. But, but like, growing up, I'm like, nah, like, Yo, that's that's like I don't know if we can swear on this, but like, yeah, yeah, you, you yo, that's around. fucked up, my. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yo, we can't we can't bring kids into this world and like break break down that thing for them because like then they'll they won't strive to their fullest potentials because they're like, okay, like my white classmates or whoever classmates are gonna excel more than them mm-hmm. simply due to the more the more resources they have. You know what I mean? And, and connections and stuff. I heard this thing. It's like. Um, I heard it too growing up. They're like, you got to work twice as hard, you know? Yeah, my mom used to tell me all the time. For real. Yeah. And that shouldn't make sense. We, we should just work as, we should work twice as hard to get twice as much, mm-hmm. you know? Not twice as hard to get the same because that doesn't sit well because it's like, then then we're admitting to ourselves that there's something wrong, wrong you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And in order to, we have to work twice as hard in order to fill that void when there really isn't a void, you know? Mm-hmm. We're all human beings. We all come from, you know, we all come from Africa. That's where we derive from. It's facts. Right? Yeah. So we got we to gotta educate ourselves mm-hmm. on what's really important. And when when those, like, discrepancies happen in, like, say, income or, or opportunities, that's when we could use our platforms. That's when we'd be like, okay, no, that's not happening. Like, we have the credentials. We have everything we need. So let's get to business, right? Absolutely. You know, it's it's so much to unpack. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 a lot. I mean, if if Absolutely. we could fix it with one, you know, one mm-hmm. sit down with every leader in the world, then it would have mm-hmm. been done by now. But yeah. you know, systematic and systemic the differences. Mm-hmm. One is exhibited by the people. Yeah, and one is the actual system. Yeah, where like nobody is at fault. The system mm-hmm. is just, a, mm-hmm. and that's what systemic racism for is. For real, for real. And you know, another thing is you know. 
mentality falls mm-hmm. into too. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. shit can happen to you or shit can happen for you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and and you know if among me, among you know some of my peers, mm-hmm. or you among some of your peers, mm-hmm. if you're the one that's like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna take these opportunities that I can create mm-hmm. and do something with them and pull the next guy up with me. Mm-hmm. And that's what needs to happen. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But if that's we if we sit here and, and you know dwell on the shit that happens to us, mm-hmm. then we just get caught in this vicious cycle. Yeah. Why me, right? Yeah, why me? Victim's yeah. mentality. Yeah, you can't have that, man. You can't. You can't. It's, it's Especially when kids are looking up to you, mm-hmm. you know. When 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 God gives you a responsibility, it is on you. You know what I mean? Like like it's so it's almost like yo, God's gonna take you so far, but like you you gotta put yourself through that door, you know? Absolutely, you yes. gotta keep knocking, and and one thing too that's very powerful mm-hmm. is like um, what's, what's 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 an example? Uh, so my 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 dad, he uh, grown grown up back home, uh, his family they 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 were living that farm life, mm-hmm. and uh, his dad was like, okay, like I think in grade three he was like, uh, son, uh, my grandpa was like, son, you have to uh, you have to quit school and just come join the farm, and my dad in grade three, this is like I'm talking like. Runda, like, Africa, this is, like, the <laughs> 1960s, yeah. like, you know, like, mm-hmm. man was like, nah, I'm gonna be a doctor, third grade, you know, mm-hmm. like, man, like, that's the type of genes I, I come from, you know what I mean, where he's like, yo, pops, like, nah, I'm gonna be a doctor, so he, he goes to school, like, um, I think my, my grandpa had, like, up to, like, grade 10, grade 12, uh, like, a uh, high school degree, or high school, like, um, like knowledge, English, knowledge yeah. yeah yeah for real so he uh he never really graduated high school so then my pops was like no nah, i'm gonna teach myself so he gets to university becomes a doctor and then uh has his own clinic becomes a, a doctor for the people in the in the hotel that that movie's based on mm-hmm. it's called the hotel milkalin like during the genocide and stuff yeah so, so then after that he has his own clinic and then it just gets to a point where like no nah, we got to move to canada you know as refugees because it's getting a little dangerous and stuff so so when he moves here you know he has all these credentials under his name you know he started even like movements for for survivors and stuff but when he comes to canada uh they see his track record and the best they can do is say can you volunteer at the hospital isn't that crazy right so he's he's pushing wheelchairs for free Mm -hmm. knowing damn well he could be assisting those those like doctors in the field, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that's where that I think that concept in my family came from. Like you got to work twice as hard and stuff. But meanwhile, it's like that that shouldn't be a thing. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's like if you're just looking at credentials, you know, mm-hmm. some of these doctors nowadays too. You know, like um, I went to a walk-in clinic not too long ago, and this and this doctor like he was almost like talking out of his ass. You know what I mean? And I was just like, yo, like. There's a filter program not as like not as solid as it used to be. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So they were saying things to my pops. Was like, yo, your your accent needs work, or you know, like he he was killing it in like the in the exams because he had to redo exams and stuff. He was always getting like nineties and hundreds and stuff. Like he was a very intelligent person. Mm-hmm. And then um, it would just say like his accent or this barrier, this and that. So it was like the knowledge was there. They knew the knowledge was there from the jump, but they're always putting hurdles in his way. You mm-hmm. know. And then he eventually became a doctor for WCB, like workers' compensation benefits and mm-hmm. stuff. And it's just like seeing that as a child, you know, seeing that, seeing those obstacles, but seeing like how you persevered, you know, raising children and stuff. That's where I get my like 
my my drive my drive from it. And, and my mom as well too because like same thing for her she had to like come up they had to do the thing but that's where i get my resilience from because it's like i see i've seen it's, it's weird because it's like subconscious i've seen my um i've seen we moved here like like refugees right so government mm -hmm. housing and then pops got a gig mom's got a gig you know like they're raising five children next house and then the next house and yep. then the next house and then the next house so it's like i just constantly seen it like the evolution of my family, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, they got us here. Now it's up to me and my siblings to get us to the next level and then, you know, keep that keep that going because mm -hmm. we got to keep evolving, right? You have to, man. You that's know? that's why, like, knowing, you know, knowing where you come from is so mm -hmm. powerful, mm -hmm. you know, especially as a black man. Absolutely. And, like, you know, that's the biggest thing, you know, when, when immigrants or refugees come to this country, mm -hmm. the rhetoric around, you know, bigots and stuff mm -hmm. like that it's like oh these people are coming here and taking our jobs mm. what, what taking what like taking what job this mm -hmm. guy is university educated and he's yeah. trying to be a doctor yeah he's, he's not coming here to work at mcdonald's like uh -huh. you you know what yeah, i'm saying for real. yeah for real. it's like so yeah. like a lot of the stuff that these people spew is mm -hmm. it's like it's a ill-informed it's ill-informed ill and it's a product of fear-mongering mm -hmm. you know because most mm -hmm. politicians they, not feed, most, off that, they right? feed off yeah fear right mm -hmm. if you know those guys Trump, how did Trump get elected? He fed mm -hmm. all, he fed into the fears mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of of the and that, and that's dangerous. Citizen. It's that, very dangerous. That's dangerous because that's how that's how they tapped in with World War Two, right? With the mm -hmm. fear mongering of like the Jewish people. Oh, don't trust your Jewish neighbors. Mm -hmm. They're thieves. They're not trustworthy, et cetera, et cetera. Dehumanization. Exactly. Yeah, you know, and like that happened in two thousand one in America too after the Twin Towers. The Twin Towers, yeah, right. Um, a lot of people I know that like have that Middle Eastern background. They said like uh, they were prosecuted heavily heavily yeah. heavily and like that's something people don't speak on you know hey man you know? the thing about the u.s is time and time again mm -hmm. history has shown us how they've you know mm -hmm. have, have been have had the capacity and actually exercised yeah their evil powers across yeah. you know the world and it's it's mind-boggling to think mm -hmm. that you don't think they're capable of doing that again now in 2020 and, oh, they, and they are and they are yeah they, they always are and it's like you know the, the injustices you see with like the the verdicts for for, for the for the murder of brianna taylor you mm -hmm. know where it's the drywall <laughs> the bullets in the drywall get more justice just, yeah than right? a, an individual than an individual right that's sleeping right and 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 things like that it's just like yo they actually work to park. They don't give a fuck about us, you know? No, like, they don't. They don't. They don't until you're valuable, you know? And that's, and that's why, like, and that's why this stuff, you know, when you're in the creative world and mm -hmm. all this stuff, it's it's dangerous because mm -hmm. it brings the conversation, you know, are you a token mm -hmm. or are you a trailblazer? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Because if you're a token, Powerful. you know, if you're a token, then it's like, like Obama was a token mm -hmm. do you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. we won't know if he was a trailblazer to you know decades from now yeah but as of right now how it looks yeah obama trump yeah looks like a, he looks like a token mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Absolutely. if he was really a trailblazer then it would be obama then you know maybe another black president mm -hmm. or a female president mm -hmm. yeah you know what i'm saying which they almost had too actually. which is really close but uh -huh. america is 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 very very behind mm -hmm. And, and, and speaking of, I like that. I like that you said uh, token or trailblazer, right? Mm -hmm. um, you look at you look at people like radicals, like Red and Nipsey. You look at like people like Malcolm X, mm -hmm. Martin Luther King, uh, 
Nipsey. Mm-hmm. You, you see, you see people have that died for their cause. Even I would even put Tupac on there. Tupac, too. yeah, oh yeah, a, a thousand percent. Because all of these, all of these like visionaries, you know, they died for their message, right? And and that that's the thing you got to realize too. It's like when when you have that message, when you have that platform, you're dangerous. You oh, know, they're very dangerous. Very dangerous. Huh. And, and, and black on top of that, sprinkle some black on top of that. <laughs> Fam, you're a terrorist. You're a you terrorist. Yeah. You're a terrorist. And that's how it was. And and, yeah. and Malcolm and Martin mm-hmm. were, you know, public enemy number one in the eyes yeah. of the FBI. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, they were wiretapped. Mm-hmm. They were surveilled. Mm-hmm. They were followed. They mm-hmm. were all that shit, and they kept tabs on them mm-hmm. because. They seen these guys and yeah. seen the power that these guys held, mm-hmm. and it's like, yo, these guys are dangerous. To them, these guys are dangerous. Oh, a thousand percent, you know a thousand percent. And then now it's like, oh, okay, now they after, paint them. They paint now them, they paint as, them heroes. as heroes. Mm-hmm. Like we knew they were heroes. Mm-hmm. You guys hated Martin yeah. and Malcolm. And if you look at how how Martin Luther King died, if you, if you see like like his death certificate, mm-hmm. do you know how he died? Uh. The bullet wasn't it? No. Oh man! So he was actually in the hospital, mm-hmm. s- surviving, like surviving that that bullet. But he died from suffocation. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, for real. A lot of people don't. That's so, some crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. So he died in the hospital from suffocation, right? And people don't know that. People don't know that. Wow. Well, yeah. I know that, like. But that just goes to show. That shows you. Yeah, yeah. It goes to show, right? Like. I know that for a fact. They that had to go in to finish the job. To, yeah, they didn't get the job done. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the 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 sniper, mm. right? Mm-hmm. He was like staying at a bar, across the like right across the mm-hmm. the hotel and shit. Yeah, he paid the 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 owner of the building mm. like the rent in advance and stuff. And mm. if you're the FBI mm-hmm. and you know a, a guy with a target on his back is coming to do a speech, yeah, don't you make these like these precautions? Don't you check? Okay, who's Who's here? Who's there? Mm-hmm. Who are the neighbors? For sure. For you know sure. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even with Malcolm. And JFK even, you know? Yeah, JFK too. Yeah, right? for real. We can get into whole, the whole conspiracy thing. Malcolm for too real. is like mm-hmm. the FBI, you know, the day he got shot, mm-hmm. nobody was searched at the door. Yeah. Since when do you hear about like somebody mm-hmm. speaking at a speaking at an event and nobody's mm-hmm. there's no security? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No yeah. police detail. Mm-hmm. You know, the police that you were usually watching that place when that stuff was going on, they weren't there, they're out and about. You know, so, like, we've seen that these governments Mm -hmm. were passively involved in these assassinations, indirectly. Definitely, definitely. definitely. And it's like, you don't think America's capable of that evil shit when... Oh, they they definitely are, they definitely Mm -hmm. are. And J. Edgar Hoover is, Mm -hmm. is, you know, when people talk about... the, the guy who started the FBI, mm-hmm. Hoover. Yeah, Jerry, yeah. He's one of the like dirtiest cops. Mm. You know, like all his, when it comes to ethics and stuff mm. like that. Like he didn't do anything by the book. Because JFK wanted to uh, terminate the FBI actually, yeah. or not FBI. He wanted to terminate CIA and yeah, those intelligence all the agencies, agencies yeah. and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. because he was saying like they could get a life on their own and they could become too powerful and stuff. Which is what happened now. Yeah, which is what happened now, right? Right, and it's like it's crazy to think about how, like, you know, it's 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 funny, right? Like to think about even like Eric Snowden. Do you do you know about who that is? No, who's that? So he's working for like the intelligence agencies in America. Mm-hmm. I would say maybe like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was very intelligent, and he took and he's like, oh, there's like they have surveillance on American citizens. Like, 
through webcams, through through like their phones, they're tapping into everything. And then he exposed it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And he was labeled a national terrorist. Just for exposing. For exposing the truth. Wow. Right? You, f- wow. you feel? You yeah. feel? So he had to he had to seek asylum in like, uh, I think it was Russia or something. Like mm-hmm. He had to seek refuge, you know, for literally being like, okay, hey, these so-called intelligence agencies, they're not using this equipment for good. They're spying on their friends. They're spying on their family members, their spouses, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Some powerful shit. That's right some there. powerful shit. My nigga, my, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, God that's bless. That's some shit right there. God bless you're listening, for real. I mean, like, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the thing. Like, governments are so, 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 so mm-hmm. corrupt. Like, you yeah. can never put any. I, I don't put anything past the government. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't put anything past any mm-hmm. anybody that has for a real. position of power. Exactly. Has any kind of power. Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. if I have the power to, you know, save my own ass. Mm-hmm. Who says I'm not going to? Oh, a thousand percent. You know, right? and, and we, people who are naive, they, they put their trust into these agencies mm. and think that everything is ethical and that they do everything by the book. But it's mm-hmm. like, yo, we're seeing right now mm. with the Breonna Taylor case yeah. that nobody wants to take accountability for what happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Nobody definitely. wants to take accountability. No, no one wants to. And and they'd be the last to admit that these cops are in the wrong. Yeah. Be the last to admit it. You yeah. know, they they they'd rather they'd rather let America burn to the ground mm-hmm. before they admit those cops are in the wrong. Yeah, you know, for killing a black woman. Yeah, but if it was a black person that did that. Yeah, you a black cop. A black cop. Or if it was a white woman. Or a white woman, not even white. No, woman. That, that 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 died. That died. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's Bro. justice right away. Yeah, you know. You know what I'm saying? Speaking it's of black, mm-hmm. black woman being shot. Mm. There was a lot of buzz last week about mm. you know. The Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez. Mm-hmm. I know as a rapper, you might be. I don't know if what you what your mm-hmm. what your take on that is. Mm-hmm. It is a very polarizing mm-hmm. subject. Yeah, definitely, definitely. What do you think really happened? Um, personally, mm-hmm. um, with Tory Lanez's silence this whole time mm-hmm. and like letting it le- letting the music talk, mm-hmm. that was a very artistic move. Mm-hmm. Is very bold. I wish he had at least taken the time to explain himself mm-hmm. beforehand. But also, time will tell. Mm-hmm. Time Facts. will tell. Because like, people in Meg the Silence camp are like, yo, she gets very aggressive when she's drunk. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously no excuse for if Tori shot her. But I'm I'm even thinking, like, I like I don't know if he shot her. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. like, yo, he would be behind bars, right? Yeah. Or yeah. or something like yeah, that, something. you know? And you can't, you can't just put a whole album out talking about how you didn't shoot somebody if you didn't shoot somebody. You know what I mean? It's facts. You know? It's facts. And so some people are saying it's wrong that he he, he dropped it like around the time Brianna's uh, verdict came out. Yeah. Uh, there's so many things in the wrong but, uh, that he did. But it's like, if you look out the day he dropped it, that was the anniversary of his mom's passing mm-hmm. or her birthday. I think one of those two. So it's very it's very personal part. Yeah, yeah. A cru- crucial moment for him. Mm-hmm. So it's like, there's that. But I personally think like, the outcome, like, I can't say he did or he didn't. Mm-hmm. The truth will come out eventually. I'll say give it, like, five, six months, and then we'll see where they stand, you know? Mm-hmm. We'll see if she speaks on it. We'll see if they make amends. Mm-hmm. We'll see if it gets solved, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, on social media right now, mm-hmm. you see people... Here's the problem with social media is yeah. people love to jump to conclusions without yeah. facts. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay... There's one side of the story. Mm-hmm. We don't know the other side of the story. Yeah. 
the law hasn't gone we don't know like how the law is going to get involved we don't know anything mm-hmm. so for people to polarize the situation you don't know what happened you don't know what happened so exactly. how how can you everybody's entitled to their own opinion uh, for sure but right. there's the di- uh, everybody's entitled to their opinion there's a difference between an opinion and inform and an informed opinion mm. if you know exactly what happened and then you say you know you guys want to cancel this guy mm-hmm. whatever it is mm-hmm. that cancel, makes sense yeah. cancel him yeah but Everybody's canceling. Mm-hmm. You guys don't know what happened. Exactly. We only know one side and of the story. And it's not clear. Mm-hmm. And it's not clear. It's really, it's really in the air, right? They say there's three sides to a story. Mm. One side, the other side, and the and truth. The truth. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've seen people just. I I can't do tw- I can't do Twitter and social media mm-hmm. too much because, you know, five minutes in, I see the the, the polarization on yeah, certain topics for sure, and I'm like, you know. Have you seen that one documentary that just came out on Netflix? It Which one? Like our, our Social Dilemma. Oh, I was I was watching it and I was like halfway through. I'm like, this is really heavy. Heavy. It's very heavy on me. I couldn't. Like, I couldn't. I couldn't, couldn't, say, I I couldn't finish, finish it in yeah. one in one sitting. I either. couldn't finish it. Yeah. I was just like, nah. Let me come back to it. <laughs> I couldn't finish it. For it's real. a lot, man. It's mm-hmm. a lot to. You know, I'm gonna eventually probably finish it. Mm-hmm. You know, sometime. But maybe this weekend or some yeah, shit. Yeah. But the reason why I brought it up is because uh, the points they were bringing up in it, and it was like, uh, uh, lies are more likely to spread on social media like six times more than the truth oh yeah right so if yeah. you if so say if like uh something comes out like like the narrative is most likely fake you know mm-hmm. because if it's like six times more because that gets more traction that gets people like riled Going, up yeah. you know like this crazy ass headline you know oh shit people are like are like tweeting about it or whatever but so that's why it's like it's also good to not speak on things because it's like yo I'm I'm taking all this information in, you know. Mm-hmm. We, we, like you said, it's a very quick, fast environment we live in. Everything at the click of a phone. You could you can message somebody in Africa, they'll get it right now, you know. Yeah, exactly. So it's very quick, it's very fast. But one thing one thing people have to realize is like, well, all this information we gotta take in, we have to we have to sit down with it, you know. I like how you said it was heavy information. It was heavy. Right? It was a lot to process. So, so that's why some sometimes I can't even speak on certain things. Yeah. Like, I can't speak on like Trump because I'm like, yo. This guy's fucked, right? Mm-hmm. Personally, but like, it's like also let me let me like I have never sat down and watched one of his speeches. You know, mm-hmm. I only see those little clips people make, mm-hmm. and like media has a nice way of uh, yeah manipulating manipulating and yeah. stuff. So I'm not saying like yo Trump is like like a, like a, an amazing person. Mm-hmm. I know he has bigotry in him and stuff like mm-hmm. that. He he didn't even like speak on um uh what do you call it white supremacists or yeah. stuff. He's he like what the proud boys. Yeah. He's like they're proud boys. Yeah. So things like that, you know. It's, so it's like I, I personally I don't I don't I don't f- I don't view social media as like a, a good source for information. No, it's not. Even though it's very it's, it's done very positive things, mm-hmm. there's a lot of negative too, and like it's the negative starting to like outweigh outweigh the, outweigh outweigh the, the positive. Yeah. Well, like you know, when we talk about the internet, mm-hmm. right? We did nobody knew what the internet, what type mm-hmm. of capabilities it had. You know what I'm saying? But you know, you look. There's been positives and negatives mm-hmm. from it. Yeah, social media is the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, nobody knew what type of capabilities social media was gonna have. Yeah, but it's been positives and negatives mm-hmm. from it. You know, and not just not just in, in in terms of information, but I completely agree with you. Like, yeah, you know, I've I've, I've sat down and watched Donald Trump speak one mm-hmm. two times, and you know, outside of his bigotry, mm-hmm. you know, he knows exactly what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't know what he's doing as a president. But we forget mm-hmm. he comes from TV. Yeah. Right? He, he comes does. from television. 
He knows how to rile up your emotions. Yeah, he knows how mm. to he knows how to sell himself. He knows how to do all that shit. Stay in the tabloids. Yeah, he, he's mm. always a headliner, you know. And you know, with that being said, you could say he's pretty smart in that sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's a bigot. Mm-hmm. His ideologies are, you know, he can't even crooked. condemn crooked. He can't yeah. condemn white supremacy because yeah. he's a white supremacist. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see that uh, documentary on uh, the? I think he's uh, something Park Five, Central Park Five. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This man was involved. Yeah, he was like putting up. He put like eighty grand mm-hmm. aside for ads to get these kids murdered. Mm-hmm. So he understands the game he's playing. Yeah, for real, for real. He it's understands. like it's like yo, the evidence is clearly off. You know, mm-hmm. five white kids though. You feel right? You feel me? So it's like um, I have four brothers, right? So mm-hmm. like five black boys. In, in one house so when i saw this when i saw this documentary i, I felt very sympathetic to them because it's like yo imagine if me and my four brothers were at central park that night you know what i mean mm-hmm. god forbid obviously right mm-hmm. but uh you know boom right there just like that just like that so it's very scary it's a very scary thing you never understand mm-hmm. how you know how serious something is until it happens to mm-hmm. you you know what i'm saying yeah and you know I've got stories for days about shit, you know, that can, mm-hmm. you know, that would make people like, what? But yeah, mm-hmm. Trump was involved. Mm-hmm. But and those stories involved. need to be said, fam. They do. They you know? do. And, you know, that's why I'm doing this, you know, this mm-hmm. type of shit, this type of amazing, platform. Amazing. And, you know, hopefully I can, you know, mm-hmm. enter other art forms that allow me to tell more exactly. stories and stories outside of myself, st- mm-hmm. other people's stories. That's the whole point of, of creating a voice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's powerful. It's that, and, powerful. you know, it's the same thing as music, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's just one way of storytelling. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mine's is dialogue. Yeah. Yours is music. Mm-hmm. Right? Other people do film. Yeah, for real. Other people do, you know, video content, video stuff. Like everything, exactly. Everything's different. Exactly. Books, right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but we we don't know everything. And that's mm-hmm. why social media is a problem, right? Yeah. It's a tool. It's a very we good tool. We have to use it as mm-hmm. a tool. If we, you know, some people are always like, ah, social media is not that serious. No, no, it is mm-hmm. that serious. It's very serious. There's right? people out here making money on social mm-hmm. media. Mm-hmm. So, right now we're in the middle of a shift. Yeah. Right. Conscious awareness. I feel like yeah. not just not just consciously, mm-hmm. not just mentally, mm-hmm. like like economically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like less and less jobs. Yeah. Are going down. More and more creators are coming up. Yeah. Nipsey said the shit would happen. Yeah. You know that. More and more creators would pop mm-hmm. up on, on mailbox money. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, he, he, he called it, and this mm-hmm. is it. It's happening right now as we yeah, see it. You know what I'm saying? So if it's our gold rush, right? He's it's saying. a gold rush, exactly. Yeah. My mm-hmm. pops always said this: mm-hmm. like every 20, 30 years, there's a gold rush mm-hmm. in in business or mm-hmm. you know, economics. There is one gold rush, and there's one chance for people mm-hmm. to make a a large amount of money yeah. in a short amount of and, time. And even in Corona too, there's that period of time where everyone was at home, right? Mm-hmm. And people have the time to reflect better themselves, mm-hmm. and it's like if you didn't if you didn't use that time wisely, yo, there's 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 I don't think there's a chance, right? Yeah, where else you what? feel? I like, mean, we might go into a lo- another oh, lockdown sure, just now. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure, for you sure. Know? But I'm saying like if if you didn't use that time to better yourself, right? Mm-hmm. It's like yo, how you, like when are you gonna use that time? Because it's like you literally had two months at home. Just look at yourself, mm-hmm. you know, like okay, what do I need to work on, mm-hmm. right? Is it your health? Is it your diet? Did you hone in on your craft, or did you just watch Netflix all day? You mm-hmm. know, 
Yeah, yeah. I, d- I did the Call of Duty for a bit, like two uh-huh. weeks, and then oh, I got, absolutely, you absolutely, know what I'm saying? You know? The first but two weeks, man, didn't know yeah, what to do, right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> is this all year? Yeah, Ma- yeah. Man's like, like, you know, like mm-hmm. got all the toiletry and everything, you know. Yeah. So, but eventually, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, what's what's next? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And then execution yeah right are you executing or are you exactly waiting for something to happen like one thing i did that like really like helped me elevate my game as an artist was i wrote a verse a day damn yeah for real and i would say i did it for like about 40 days Mm -hmm. and bro (laughs) (laughs) whoa the amount of like the amount of growth i seen in just Mm -hmm. those days right and then and then i'm back in school now so like like i had to put that on the burner because i'm still working as well so I had to put like the writing a verse a day back on the burner, but I did one last night, mm. and it it gave me this like feeling like oh my goodness. It took me a little longer because like once I got in the rhythm of things, it's like okay, bet boom, 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 boom. But um, now that like uh, I'm I did it last night. It's like I like a shark taste of blood, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm about to I'm about to go off again, you know. I'm about yeah. to I'm about to do another like forty day run or whatever. But it's like, that, it's like consist. It's like mm-hmm. the momentum and it comes from the consistency. Exactly. You know, and when you have the momentum, mm-hmm. you don't want to let it go. Exactly. Because when exactly. you stop it's so hard to start again mm-hmm. and that's why you know a lot of people have a hard time mm-hmm. starting stuff starting is the hardest part exactly but once you get in that zone of like it's going it's going it's going it's going it ain't no way going back exactly mm-hmm. and even if you stop a lot of people like i used to be like this too mm. you used i'd fall off the mm. wagon yeah and i dwell on falling off yeah mm. but the bounce back is what's important. Exactly. How do you bounce back? Okay, you, How do you, yeah. you fell off. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It happens. All mm-hmm. It happens all the time. Nobody's perfect. You can't keep yeah. the street going that's forever. Bars. That's bars. But can you bounce back and mm-hmm. get it back on? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I'll, I'll maybe I'll miss a day of a workout. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Am I, the next day, mm-hmm. am I taking another day off or mm-hmm. am I bouncing back and yeah. getting back to it? For real. You know what I'm saying? I think, and I think we're very, very hard on ourselves. Yeah. Very critical. Yeah, very mm-hmm. critical, which mm-hmm. is good and bad. Yeah. Right, but it's it's tough because you know mm-hmm. we live in this like, and I spoke about it on the Monday Monday morning pod. We live in a microwave society. Mm-hmm. We want everything like this. We Facts. want everything like this. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Instant gratification, right? You know, so I can't be mad when, when you know girls want a big butt when their friend pops up on Instagram. All of a sudden, she has a big butt, mm-hmm. but she might have bought it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like just that's the reality. She uh-huh. might have paid for it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong but with the, that. The image of like, oh. Mm-hmm. You could have everything like that. Yeah. You pop a, a pizza pocket in, yeah. in the microwave and it comes out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got your lunch right there. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's hard it, to conceptualize. It doesn't really make real, sense. For real. Right. And and that's a scary thing, right? Because like, how how are you gonna have kids one day and be like, yo, like apparently there's this thing called like Snapchat dysmorphia. Oh yeah, I heard. So yeah, and that's on social uh, our social dilemma. That was on that. It's on there. Okay, I didn't get that far. It was, it was saying how like kids want to get plastic surgery. So they look more like their faces when they have filters on. <laughs> Bro, imagine. Imagine, right? Yo, my kids are not going to touch their phone until they're 16. You feel like? That's kind of crazy. Like I swear. Our generation is different because we kind of seen... The like evolution. We, were, we saw the evolution. Mm-hmm. So one thing about the next generation is, one, they're going to be very fucking resourceful. Yeah. They're going to know how to do mm-hmm. shit that we don't know how to do, obviously. Yeah. But also, yeah, stuff like that, Snapchat yeah. dysmorphia. I don't know, my, that Snapchat dysmorphia might have been a thing way before that, because when I went to Iran, uh. everywhere I'm going, I'm walking, I see that bandaged nose, I see it left, right, and center. So it's like, I don't Damn. think they got Snapchat in Iran. That might have been a thing way before. Somebody uh. got to correct me. That was uh-huh. four years ago. Yeah, four years ago. But Snapchat's been around, though. 
Yeah, I had it back in 2013. No, I mean like they they oh, don't they, have Snapchat in Iran. Yeah, oh, yeah, because oh, okay, they they, see, they have see, like uh, the government has like a filter on shit, mm. so like you know you can't mm-hmm. really access certain shit, and it's yeah, that's fair. It's I don't know, man. I if I don't know, I'm not one to speak on it, but mm-hmm. if if that will make you feel better about yourself, yeah. Then yeah, but For I feel sure. like it's a never ending. It's never ending. It's a, it's a rabbit hole. Like yeah, once you get it one, is, right? you gotta get the other, and then you gotta get the other, right. and, and, get, and like your phone is literally trained to keep you on there, right? Like you, mm. when you get ads and stuff, it's like, it's like it's almost like you think like they're listening to your conversations, right? Yeah. Like yo, I I try to stay off YouTube now because it's like once I watch one video that I'm interested in, I might suggest it is like oh sh- I might as well. I mm-hmm. might as well. Mm-hmm. I might as well. Then next thing you know, it's like two hours have passed because like, you're just so focused on this information that's coming towards you, mm-hmm. right? So it's very it's very scary to think about, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, all this stuff we have, mm-hmm. you just got to use it as tools, Correct. not yeah. get, like, mm-hmm. you're either a producer or a consumer. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. one are you? If you're consuming, okay, what what are you, like, what are you consuming for? Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm, if I'm a, an artist, okay, let me consume guys I want to imitate, guys yeah, I want to emulate, exactly, shit like exactly. that. You know what I'm saying? It's usually like, for me personally, it's usually like interviews of artists and yeah. stuff, like talking about their upcoming and stuff. Mm-hmm. So say like, I watch one on like, I watch one on, say old year, like 2002 year. There'll be like one on Jay-Z and Rockefeller, mm-hmm. right? And then there'll be one on like Biggie and Puff and then be one on Death Row and Pac and then be one on Nipsey. Mm-hmm. It's just like, so I'm always like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like a, ra- a good rabbit hole, but like, it's just time consuming. It is very time consuming. You know? And, but that's, that's another thing too. Like when we're, when we're on this journey, mm-hmm. you know, my brother actually taught me this. You can get better at shit without mm-hmm. like tangibly getting better. Like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm maybe me writing rhymes is me like tangibly getting better mm-hmm. at writing, but me listening to other rappers speak is mm. also me getting better because I'm mm. consuming consciously. Yeah, you know, niggas. I'm like, trying to aspire to be like. Soul, yeah, yeah uh-huh. exactly. Food for the soul, exactly. So it's like, you know, you can go home and like shut your brain off and mm-hmm. just do shit that's mindless, mm-hmm. or you can actively consume shit. Mm-hmm. Like we we don't give that shit enough credit. Mm-hmm. You know, what are we consuming? Not just yeah. like food wise. Yeah, you know, media wise, music wise. Mm-hmm. Now I'm at a point where I'm not listening to music if it's not really inspiring me to do anything. Yeah, that's yeah, I fact. keep going back to the same artists. Me My, too, like, me too, I, for real. Right? Some new shit will drop. I'm like, yeah, I'll listen to it for a couple of days, mm-hmm. but then I'm going back to the same shit I was listening to before. For real, I'm just the same way. I'm just yeah, the same way know? because it's like you you hear you hear like you hear when an artist comes across as genuine. You know, mm-hmm. you, you know when they're fronting. Yeah, you know when Lil Tech is rapping about guns he's never seen before. You mm-hmm. know, but you also know. When you hear J. Cole, where he's coming from, you know, mm-hmm. he's he's down to earth. He's been like that, like 10 consecutive projects. And like, you know, from the jump, right? Mm-hmm. Same with Kendrick, right? Same with Nipsey. Like all of these artists, like what are these, what are the qualities that I want like, to emulate? Yeah. You know, like I want to have within me. It's funny that you say that because uh, there's this quote by, um, what's his name? Oh man, he's a wizard. Like he's a genius. Uh, Warren Buffett. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's a wizard fam. But he was like, um, play a game with yourself. It's like five years down the road, like pick three to five people you want to be like in your chosen field. So, for example, for me, I'll just throw out five names. So I want to be like Nipsey. I want to be like Pac. I want to be like uh, Old Ye. Like I'm talking to 2008 mm-hmm. graduation. Mm-hmm. Is it, or, you know, that's where I'm at. And then uh, I'll say, 
Jay-Z and I'll say Nas. Mm -hmm. So what are the f f like things of, of these artists that I, I really like mm -hmm. and things I don't like? Mm -hmm. And if you, if you start at five, like five years from now, you'll look and you'll see that you have all of these qualities within yourself if you actually apply it to yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. It comes on the application, and, man. And I honestly did it. I would say like I start, like when I first heard that, I tried it. And now I'm starting to see those qualities within myself, mm -hmm. you know? And yeah. I, it's it's mind blowing to think about it because it's like you can actually uh, uh, like uh, attack it as like a game, like like not like a childish game, but it is like, a game. It is a game. It is a game. It completely is 100%. a game, right? For real. So like it's just like all right, level up, next level, mm -hmm. next level. Me, one of my good friends, Seb Sebastian, he, he goes by Sub Diddy. You should actually like check check him out. He's like a visual artist in the city. Mm -hmm. He's like a painter as well. Every time I see him, he's like, all right, you level eight rapper now. I get to level <laughs> 10, you know, and it's like, you know, like, mm -hmm. and it's like, we're challenging each other. It's like, all right, all right. Sometimes it's like, oh, you level down, you're level seven. Mm -hmm. But it's like, all right, you got to, you got to keep putting in the work and stuff. So it's like having the right people in your corner, right? Like yeah. your, your five good friends, you know, that's all it is. Yeah. Your product of your environment. It's facts, man. It's you like, know, it's, stuff it's, like that. Who are you surrounding yourself with? And like, mm -hmm. it is a game, man. It completely, it's, it's really completely, a game. Completely. It's like, okay. I'm right here. I'm at level four, four right now. Uh -huh. I need to get to level eight. I need X amount of experience. All right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What do I got to do to get that uh -huh. experience? Do I got to read? Mm -hmm. Do I got to do more shit? Do I got to win here, lose mm -hmm. here, do this, do this? Exactly. You got to just do shit. Yeah. And as you that's keep the most going, important thing. You just got to do shit as you keep doing, doing, doing. Can't be stagnant, right? You can't. You can't mm -hmm. be stagnant. Or stay idle. Nah, man. And mm. it's like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm I'm diving in. Then eventually, mm -hmm. it's like. Okay, you boom. look back mm -hmm. and it's like, wow, I've accomplished so many things, mm -hmm. you know? And that's one thing I, like, recently, like, I'm glad to say I, like, I, I've overcome that in the sense of, like, I'm always, always like, okay, the next thing, the next mm -hmm. thing. But you step back and realize how, what you've accomplished, you know? Yeah. There's so many things I'm th so thankful for, you know what I mean? Like, whether it's selling out shows. Like, when I started out, you tell me I sell a show, I'd be like, yo, my G, you're on the crack pipe. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, just, yeah. I couldn't see it for myself at mm -hmm. that time, you know? But when you put the work in, when you hustle, when you network and stuff, like, for example, yo, tell the people how, how we met, you know? like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you want to hear how I met this guy, bro? <laughs> this is funny. I was actually, I've, I wanted to say that, man. Mm -hmm. First of all, if you're a gifted gab listener, you know how much me and Andre used to love Cactus Club. Mm. We were in Cactus Club one day. This dude comes up to me. He starts <laughs> spitting. He just starts spitting. <laughs> Over a dead president's beat. And I look at Andre, I'm like, yo. First of all, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> that was, and then second, I'm like, yo, this, this guy's dope. And he has some audacity mm. to come up and just kind of just start you know, say, like, I can rap, boom, and just start spitting, you know? Mm -hmm. But that means you believe so much in your craft that mm -hmm. you're willing to just go up to anyone and, 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 and see. Mm -hmm. And For real. from there on, I'm like, yo, this guy's got balls still <laughs> <For> <laughs> to just come out and do that. Mm -hmm. But, it, you know, that's just crazy. You don't hear mm -hmm. it. Like, when you hear about that shit, you hear about that shit, like, once in a while, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But it, yeah. For me, that shit's inspiring. Mm -hmm. Definitely. You know, that you had the, the, the confidence in yourself to say, yo, my shit is good. Mm -hmm. I want you to hear it. For real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you spit on the spot. Yeah. You were, it was a freestyle. It was a freestyle, yeah. It was, ra it was rapping about like yeah. what, what I was seeing yeah, at that time and place, yeah. For real. Not too many niggas freestyle, mm -hmm. man. Like, for real. That's a lost art, I feel like. It definitely is. It definitely is. And that's why like I want to like hone that. Mm -hmm. But like, so that's how I started rapping, actually. Like, uh, I was at like a party 
like during high school and stuff. And like, let me let me let me backtrack real quick. So I wasn't really good at sports, really. Mm-hmm. I was like about five five. I didn't hit my growth spurt till like <laughs> after high school. So I wasn't a baller. I was playing so, mm-hmm. my G. You know, <laughs> no, you know. <laughs> I can't relate, but yeah, right? you know, you right? yeah. So it's funny because I was like the name of my first mixtape, actually. For real? Yeah, late bloomer. And late bloomer two's on the way. That's crazy. Yes, sir. That's yes, wavy, sir, bro. That's wavy. And uh, late bloomer two, I'm like blooming. Mm-hmm. Like under subtitle coming movement. into your own, okay. yeah, exactly. You're coming so, into your own. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really like playing sports or nothing, right? So um, I didn't really have like the confidence or like the the outlet to push my my like my my energy towards. But I knew I wanted to do something, right? So one day I'm at this party, like I went to like predominantly white school at the time, you know, and then um as as a most school, I, I, especially yeah, Edmonton, yeah, Alberta for sure. So they're like they're like, oh man, you black, you get rap, you know. <laughs> I laughed it off. I was like, ah yeah, sure, sure. So I freestyled for him, and it was trash. Like mm-hmm. they laughed, right? But I'm like, you know what? These these are my peers. They're not my coaches. You know, they can't come me from the team. They don't. You know, like mm-hmm. they're my age. They don't. They don't know my skill level. They, so I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm a, I'm a rap every day." That was 16. I rapped every day, every single day. We, when we'd have tumping sessions or whatever the case may be, I'd just be freestyling. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget. A year later, like I'm 17, my friends were like, "Yo, why ain't you ain't rap today yet?" And that's when I had the light bulb moment. I'm like, "Oh shit, y'all really like this?" Mm-hmm. You know, like because I, I, I and th- throughout that year, that process, like I I learned to love the love the rap the craft and like at first i thought okay i'm about to drop a record make a hit single but like nah it's bigger than that you mm-hmm. know it's like it's like it's like almost like anything else it's like a process you know it's like you start laying brick by brick you know mm-hmm. and then eventually you get the great wall you know yep. but it starts with one brick right so then uh that was the day i realized like okay i'm gonna do this seriously 17 year old me at the time you know and then uh i just kept doing it every day you know refining my craft and stuff and then uh now I'm at the point where it's like I'm helping other artists get their first gigs, you know, in the in the city at least, you know, getting featured in magazines, you know, speaking at that BLM thing. I wanted to be an artist to uplift people who didn't have the confidence like I felt, you know, mm-hmm. or who didn't have an outlet or who didn't think they could chase their dreams, you mm-hmm. know. But when you see me in a magazine or when you see me at a show or when you see me on stage in front of so many people, it's like, yo, I had the dream. I had the desire. And like you said, I had the balls to do it. But most importantly... I, like, I, like I'm humbled by God, you know what I mean? Because it's like he 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 gave me this vision. Because yo, I heard uh, Ray Lewis once say he's like, yo, when you when you have a vision, like that's God gave you that, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like yo, people can't people can't see it because it's not theirs, you yeah. know. And like that's one thing I had to really realize mm-hmm. one day, you know. It's like people are not gonna have your vision. Nobody's gonna have your vision, right? So you can't you can't like I used to spend so much energy trying to explain it to people. It's like oh, one day I'm. A, and what and what some of my like classmates now they're like, Oh my god, you doing too many things. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, yo, what you thought this was, fam? Like, yeah, I've been had the vision, right? Mm-hmm. And and like um I'm humble too because it's like I know where I come from. Yeah. I love to I love to share that story because it's like it grounds me. It's like, all right, you have you haven't you haven't even got to where you need to get to. Not you yet. know? Not yet, right? Mm-hmm. And for as long as I live, I'm gonna keep pushing the envelope. I'm gonna keep like inspiring people by being myself, you know, by by showing them that you can actually chase your dreams. You just got to be willing and and, and brave yeah, enough to yeah. do it. Absolutely, you, know? you just have to do it, man. Exactly. We are, we're we're doers over here at the Gifted Gap. Hey, for you real, for real. That's why I'm here right now. You know? <laughs> we're yeah. doers, man. Yes, we're sir. doers. Yes, sir. Bro, I appreciate hey, you for coming, man. My guy, appreciate you. Blessings. Let us know where we can find you. Find absolutely. your music for real. You can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, or any platform. 
on Nuali N T W A L I on Instagram the dot Nuali N T W A L I and for real should I drop a freestyle for the people one time? Shit, or hit him. Let's go. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna rap about everything I see, so you already know how it go. Listen, um, I got a heart full of gold and a pure mind, one of a kind. What can I find throughout the room? I got glasses with the gold. Hold up, I never sell my soul, and that's where the Nipsey though, cause I'm on a marathon. I'm always on the run, like Kobe when he playing Jordan. I'm taking notes. Got no time for these hoes. Gotta focus on my flows. Gotta go what next? Uh, perfection. See the vision. Full of ambition. That's why I gotta get paid in full. Ring the rock. Nation, I hesitate because I had to take a breath anyway. No time because I'm on the gift of gab and I hit him with the jab when it come with the hook. And this shook, they can't be like the crooks. And that's where to those that passed away, prodigy. I know my family proud of me because I'm about to do this shit. It fucks out of me because I believe I'm a representative of God's army. Audi. Uh, <laughs> that's what's up. Hey, the gift of gab, baby. You heard blessings. it here first. Big shout out to my guy in Wally. Just like that. We gone. <laughs>